are listening to the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, and life-giving relationships. Why focus on relationships? Because the quality of our intimate partnerships and close connections influences our health, happiness, and longevity more than anything else in our lives. Relationships matter a lot, so together, let's jump into the mud, aka our messy relationships, pull some weeds, plant some seeds, and create an enriching environment where strong relationships can take root. I am your grateful host, Dara Posner. I am a relational disaster working toward relational mastery. I am also a positive psychology coach, a relational mindset coach, a blogger, and now a podcaster. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, life-giving relationships. If you are a fan of this podcast, please subscribe, follow, like, review, and share. Your engagement in this way is crucial to the success of the podcast, and I appreciate you taking just a few seconds to support my mission, which is to help people like you flourish in life and love. Relationships are difficult. Everybody knows that. That is the opening line from Dr. Stan Tatkin's pretty short but extremely insightful TED Talk called Relationships are hard, but why? If you haven't ever watched it, I absolutely recommend heading over to YouTube when you're done listening to this episode and watch that. It's really, really just um, full of really important information about why relationships are difficult. And that's not necessarily the question I'm going to be answering today, like why are relationships difficult, but rather what I want to get into is... Yes, we all know relationships are difficult, but are they just inherently that way? Is that the nature of relationship? Difficulty? Meaning, if you choose to be in a relationship, does that mean you're just choosing to be in this ongoing perpetual struggle? I have good news for you today, folks. I'm just going to give it to you straight right out the door. Relationships are difficult, but they don't have to be. There are some key reasons why relationships are difficult for almost all of us at some point, and there are reasons why they always will be for some people and why they get easier for other people. In this episode today, I want to set you up for successfully being one of those people for whom relationships don't remain difficult anymore. That's right. I am going to share with you the key blocks to moving from relationships are difficult to relationships are at least easier or relationships are easy. I am that optimistic that if you really commit yourself to learning how to be a relational human being and to live a relational life, relationships can be easy. I firmly believe that. I am experiencing that as I learn and grow and integrate and embody the things that I've learned. Relationships are becoming easier and easier and easier. And it's awesome. I'm very, very glad that that is the reality. Because relationship is beautiful. 
relationship is something so special. And I really want to experience relationship as mostly positive most of the time. So if you feel that way, listen along because hopefully you'll be able to take away something from today's conversation that will help you have that experience more and more as you grow and evolve as a relational person. Okay, so what gets in the way? First of all, why are relationships hard for pretty much everybody at first, right? Well, the first reason is because we are not born knowing how to relate to other human beings. We're born and we're difficult, right? Everybody's difficult. We all have our complexities, our idiosyncrasies, our immaturities as we're coming up that we have to grapple with inside of ourselves and that other people have to grapple with when they're in relationship with us and vice versa. And so when we're learning to be relational, it can be really difficult. Now that learning process for a lot of us is delayed because what we learn as children, we oftentimes have to unlearn as adults. So we go through years in our upbringings of being in environments where we're not really learning to be relational sometimes at all. For many of us, we're learning just how to survive and protect ourselves, right? Which is not a relational way of being. It is a survival way of being. And later on, we get into adult relationships And the things that we learned when we're younger, we're practicing and we're finding, wow, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of discord and disconnection and feelings of loneliness. And we think to ourselves, especially for someone who longs for and craves like a romantic connection and we finally find one with somebody we adore and we're just not having a great time. In fact, we're in a lot of pain a lot of the time and we think, oh my gosh, you know, Maybe it's that this isn't the right person after all. And then we move on from that person and we find another person. And pretty soon the same old things are happening again. And here we are struggling and in pain again. And we might try to move on to another person. And on and on we go. That was my experience. I spent a lot of years moving from relationship to painful relationship to painful relationship. Not realizing that there were just things I didn't know and understand that would help me change my experience and finally be able to relate in healthier, calmer, more peaceful, and yes, enjoyable ways. So what was I missing? What wasn't I getting? What wasn't I understanding? Well, the first thing was I wasn't understanding myself. I did not have adequate insight into my own blocks and limitations and my own um, ways of showing up in relationship that were hindering the chances that I had of like deeply connecting with another person. I didn't understand what that felt like because I'd never experienced it before. And I did not understand what I was doing wrong that was preventing this from happening. So the first thing I had to do 
was gain insight into myself, to understand my own emotional life better, and to become an excellent manager of my own thoughts and emotions that then would enable me to be in more control of my behavior and to choose behaviors that were going to enable as opposed to disable connection. So there was some learning that I had to do, you know, just about me. Really just starting with self-awareness. The more we aware we are of ourselves, our own strengths, our own weaknesses, you know, where we, you know, are doing really well versus where there's some room and opportunity for growth and development, that is the first step. So what precedes that is first of all just the awareness that you need to self-reflect. And to know how to do that, you know, how to look in the mirror and to be able to really be open to seeing what is there to be seen. It really, really helps when you have a healthy level of self-esteem because without a healthy level of self-esteem, it's much, much harder to look at yourself and to see what needs to be seen and to work through it because you have a hard time accepting yourself fully and acceptance precedes change. Carl Rogers said that the paradox was that he first had to accept himself before he was able to change. And we all need to come to a place in our relationship with ourselves where we can be compassionate, see what's there, accept it fully, and then we're free to change, grow, expand, and evolve. So really working on your self-esteem if this is an issue for you would be the starting point. Secondly, insight into our partners gets in the way. I think in previous episodes, I've talked a little bit about, for example, like when we're trying to um, get our needs met, you know, we will love other people the way that we want to be loved because we feel like, you know, I'll love them this way and then maybe they'll give that back to me. And we're missing a key factor here in really creating true closeness and intimacy, which is loving people the way they need and want to be loved. And so if we're not paying attention, if we're not trying to learn our partners, and often too, the other thing with this is we come into a relationship and very quickly we think we know people, right? It's like six months in and you're like, oh, I know this person. I know everything there is. And we stop being curious. Big mistake, right? First of all, <laughs> I, I'm in my 40s now and I sometimes feel like I, you know, there's still just so much I can learn about myself and I'll, that's a job that will never be completed. There's always something new that I can learn and I have to remember that that's true about my partner as well and as soon as I start thinking that I just know him fully and completely, I'm actually in a danger zone. I have to remind myself that no, there's so much more to this man and I have to be intentionable, intentionable, <laughs> intentional about trying to search him out and learn new things. So learning how does he want to be loved? How does he see the world? You know, being open to just really exploring him continuously for, you know, the entire course of our relationship. So insight into self, insight into our partners, really becoming masters of knowing ourselves so well that we can be excellent managers and masters of our own ways of thinking, our own emotions, and then certainly our own behavior. This is key for making our relationships easier.
The second thing is just a lack of education about what makes relationships work. Very few people have the conscious awareness that like, oh, there's this, you know, whole education that I need here if I want to have a flourishing relational life. I don't just know what to do. I think sometimes we just kind of have this assumption that like we're just all going to automatically know how to be married or how to be parents or, you know, how to how to fulfill certain roles in life. But actually an education, a deliberate education is needed or we need to go out and learn. And we can do this in various ways. You know, we can take courses or workshops or read books or watch videos. There's lots of different ways of learning what good relationships are made of and how to do them. But it does take the awareness that an education is needed and it does take intention to go out and actually find the ways in which you want to learn and and pursue them and be consistent with it. Why this is so important is because most of us come into relationships with like a blueprint of like how things should be right? There's that scary, dangerous word, should. And we try to superimpose this blueprint onto our relationships, right? And make our relationship that we're in and the other person, like our blueprint of how a partner should be kind of fit into that. And when they're not, we're getting upset and angry. And then when it doesn't fit, we're like, oh, well, this just isn't the right relationship for me. And then we go and try to find the one that matches that blueprint. Very oftentimes that blueprint is really flawed. It is not in alignment of, with re- reality and how re- relationships really work. And so we need to certainly inspect our blueprints and see like, oh, what are the beliefs that I have that are leading to the expectations that I bring to my relationships? So expectations definitely are important in relationship, but often are deeply, deeply flawed and major cause for frustration, upset, and disconnection in relationships because those expectations are are essentially made of faulty ideas that need to be corrected. So we have to look at our blueprints and update them with proper education so that we can have proper expectations which will lead to much easier, less painful relationships. And the last one is in alignment with education, but it's more than just like intellectual knowledge. It's actually practice of relational skills. There are lots of different skills that we need to be able to develop in order to have an easier time in relationships. You know, managing our emotions is probably one of the biggest, right? It is a skill that you develop when you're somebody who has not recognize that you have to become an excellent manager of your own emotional self, you're not going to put the effort into doing that. And you may stay stuck in a place where you are, you know, maybe very reactive, let's say, which will make relationships much, much harder. Uh, You know, emotional maturity is a huge factor in whether a relationship will be hard or difficult. If one partner in the relationship is emotionally immature, that's going to have a certain level of difficulty. If both people are, there's going to be a much higher level of difficulty because neither of you will be equipped to be able to create an environment in your relationship where you can both grow and flourish and become more mature individuals. So skill is important. Communication skills, self-management skills, mindset thinking skills. There's lots of room for 
growth and development when it comes to relational skill, and you have to be deliberate about it. So those are the three things that I want to leave with you because they're probably the most profound things that if you can be very deliberate about them and decide for yourself, how am I going to enhance my um, ability in these different areas of like really understanding and knowing myself, really understanding and knowing my partner, becoming an excellent um, steward of my own emotional life and my own thought processes and so on in the way that I behave and act. Um, And then how am I going to educate myself on how relationships work? I can hire a coach. I can go to a counselor. I can read some books. I can take some courses online. There are some wonderful relationship courses for couples and individuals. You can attend a workshop, um, go to a retreat. I mean, there's just so many options. But everyone who wants to have easier and flourishing relationships needs to be doing some kind of learning. It's just a fact of the matter. Otherwise, yeah, you can still have relationships that will just be harder and unnecessarily so. And then develop your skills, develop your relational skills, learn to speak effectively, learn to be an amazing listener, understand your own emotional world and how to manage it so that you can be responsive in your relationships rather than reactive. Learn how to co-regulate in the relationship when your, you know, a partner for instance is is experiencing a high level of upset. You can become skilled at helping them regulate their own uh, nervous system. You can become a good bargainer in your relationship. Another skill that is so unfortunately uh, uncommon, I would say for most couples, but so powerful um, as opposed to, you know, the very common idea of compromise, right? I'm not a huge fan of compromise. I just think there's something better. And if you learn how to bargain, then you have to compromise a lot less in your relationship and you can actually both have a lot more of what you want and what makes you happy. And there's a list of other skills too. And maybe I'll, I'll do a whole episode on just relational skills. But those are the things that if you really, really commit yourself to them and are deliberate about them, your relationships will become easier. Maybe even be pretty easy most of the time. And that is an option for you. And that is really what I wanted to communicate to you today. Because... I think a lot of us know relationships are hard, but I don't know that a lot of us know that they don't have to be. There is a better way. And while, you know, just like being a beginner in anything else is difficult at first, for almost all of us, if not, I think it's safe to say for all of us, relationships will be hard when we're first, you know, engaging in adult relationships and and particularly romantic relationships, but even friendships and things like that, depending on where we're coming from, how much self-awareness we have, how attuned we are to learning about other people, how educated we are about uh, healthy relationships and how much skill we have developed at that time. Most of us are not at a high level across the board there, right? So we are going to struggle and that's okay, but we're only going to stay in struggle if we don't accept the call, right? Answer the call to see that struggle as an opportunity to grow, expand, evolve as a person, expand in our education, expand in our awareness about 
who the other person we're in relationship is and what they want and need from us and answering the call to become more skillful in our ways of being when it comes to our relationships. So that's it. Hopefully you're encouraged and inspired now to do what it takes to have an easier, more pleasant and enjoyable time in your relationships. I will be back very soon with another episode for you. But in the meantime, please remember you are wired for love and connection. You are capable of love and connection. You are worthy of love and connection. See you next time.